You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Gabby, the guest school. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And this is episode 103. <laughs> I'm not saying 103. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Perfect. It's too good. I love it. Good job. That was a professional intro, man. Got in there, you know? Cha-ching. So I feel like, obviously, we talk about you all the time on the podcast, but you haven't been on since, like, the very, very beginning. I know. The whole world knows my business. and (laughs) They know your double chins. (laughs) They know my double chins. They know my fears. (laughs) We had a new listener the other day that was like... What is this in the beginning episodes where y'all are talking about like some double chin photo? And I was like, oh, head over to our Insta. We have that bitch saved under yes, highlights. Yes, uh, the mini chins of Gabby. Pretty, pretty much good. the immortal chins. We kind of recreated that this weekend though, with like the pasta salad and we the did. spooky shows. We did. Yes, and I wish we had been recording Gabby because we're making her watch Haunting of Hill House right now because <laughs> she's never seen it. Yes, and there have been a few moments where Gabby has like physically jumped from the couch. Launched. I don't yeah. know how you guys don't, though. Like, you're just cool as cucumbers over there. And I was like, I've seen it for one. It's true. But, I mean, there's still some moments that make me like, mm, I ain't a fan. Yeah, it's, it's always like up. when you watch it again, you, like, pick up on more stuff. And yeah, notice we've it. noticed a lot more yes. the second time around. So no spoilers for Hill House, but if you haven't seen it, go uh, go watch it. She's go not done it. yet, so we'll, we'll see how you feel at the end of the That's yeah. right. Of the I'll give my full report. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if the episode, we'll have to look back, that Gabby was on was episode three? Ooh. Because it was pretty close to the beginning, right? It was very, very close. I kind of want to (laughs) look. Wouldn't that be weird? Y'all keep talking, and I'm going to look it up. Well, we can talk about what we've been doing. We're in Nashville. say, where are we? With Gabby Gould. That's right. That's right. We've done some spooky things. We have. The cemetery yesterday was beautiful. It was what? Nashville City City Cemetery. Cemetery. Yeah. That was really cool. Until I got, like... Hot as like balls outside. Well, it is Nashville, and it is it is Nashville. August. It is August. Yep. Yeah. So Gabby lives in Nashville. For those that have not, if we haven't explicitly stated that, yet. I do. I live in Nashville. I've been here for a little over a year now. And do you like it? I do like it. It. Um. I do feel like I'm behind on my like Nashville like to do list because of like COVID and stuff. Like yeah. when I first got here, it was very much. I was working a ton, and it was, like, still shut down, but I'm still, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm, like, getting more acquainted. Good. Well, tell the, tell the people what you do. Oh, say as much as you can say. <laughs> as much as I can say. Um, I am a medical physics resident right now, Ooh, so. Sounds fancy. terrible. <laughs> fancy. fancy, but terrible. <laughs> sounds like a lot of math. Right, right. I am in my last year, and yep. uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm That's chief good. resident right now. A lot of responsibility, a lot of power. Got some peasants under you. That's right. I like that. Um, But it's been very good. Um, I work at the hospital, obviously, in radiation oncology. And as they say, I do a lot of math. And we say that all the time. She does. We don't do math. Case in point, okay, we were getting in the car this morning okay. to go to Target because uh, someone did not get enough toilet paper for this weekend. Listen, it's usually only me. i got to have enough for me and no There's one else. There's a lot of bathroom experiences happening right in the bathroom. You know, we need to have adequate paper supply. Fine, fair. I open her back door, and what is in that door handle? Like a little emergency bag? It's a little pink graphing calculator. <laughs> And I'm like, she's ready for a math emergency. She's ready for a road emergency. Yeah. Right. She's ready. Girl Just physicist things, you know? <laughs> so I'm not just going to whip a calculator you got to have that calculator. <laughs> you got to have that math ready to rumble. Also, I did find it. 
It was episode 18. That oh, oh, that, that would have been, really been funny, cool. though. Yeah, that was the one we talked about mediums. Maybe it's the square oh, root of 103. Maybe. I don't know. Nah. I don't say I'm looking at you <laughs> no, for that. No, I, it's not. <laughs> You're like, you sounded more stupid than you already did after that. I wish you had been on the episode we did a couple, it was like two weeks ago, when we talked about Randonautica. Oh, yeah. Um, and we were talking about quantum dots, and oh, this is yeah. what we were texting you about. And we are like, it's a quantum dot, and we're like, what the fuck's a quantum dot? Oh, my God, I don't know. And then you explained it, and I was like, I, I still, still don't, don't fucking know. know. <laughs> Listen, I got that text from you while I was at work, and I was like, why do they want to know what quantum dots <laughs> Just trying to learn Just me a for little the research. Learn me a little physics. And then they were like, "Have you ever heard of Randonautica?" And I said, "No." And then I never got a reply. I was like, "What is going on?" We're very wishy-washy with our replies sometimes. It's true. Do y'all ever do it too, where like you reply in your mind and then you actually don't reply at all? Yeah, that is the reason I don't have read receipts on because oh, yeah. I get yeah. yelled at well, by then, my friends. Because then you're just like, you look like the asshole. Yeah, it's true. And you're like, I literally, I had to go poop. To I don't you. know. It's not intentional, for, you know. <laughs> I went to the bathroom for four days. I, <laughs> I got lost in there. Sorry, I got lost. Very intense. Yeah. So yeah, we've been here for the weekend, hanging out. Yep. We were originally going to do the Bell Witch Cave because that sounded fun, but yes. apparently the Bell Witch got COVID, coronavirus. So. <laughs> it is currently that. closed in Tennessee. If you so had any plans on going anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah. But their website's pretty good. Like, they keep it updated most of the time. I know. I just had to check. It's still as close. <laughs> we could like, be going on an afternoon adventure. <laughs> I know. I'm so mad because yeah. that would have been the perfect thing to Well, do. you're going to be here for a little bit longer, yeah, so hopefully yeah. by the time, like... It opens back up. Mm-hmm. You're still here, and we can come back up. And yeah, yeah. it'd be yeah. nice to come when it's not as hot too. Like maybe a fall adventure. It would be yeah. a great spooky like Halloween thing to do. Ooh, there's 100%. an idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. During yeah. the day. During the day. During the day. Lots of sage. Yes. Though you went through the cemetery, you did all right. I did fine. Yeah. That wasn't too much of a scaredy cat. Mm-mm. Well, watching Hill House. I was about to say that, we- that cemetery is the least. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> to be fair, I have improved leaps and bounds from where I was when I was younger. It's true. I remember being in high school or co- was it high school or high school or college when paranormal activity came out? Um, was it like high school? Was high I living school. at home? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was still at home. I literally went to see it and came home and I crawled into Gappy's bed and made her sleep by the door. Yes. Because in the Seymour family, it's every man for himself. She <laughs> offered me up as a sacrifice. I was and I was gonna go up those back stairs and I'm gonna be gone. Yeah. That's much like my house. My older brother, he, <laughs> like, worse. would come into my room yeah. because he would have a bad dream. Mm-hmm. And he would make me sleep on the outside because if the bad guys came in, they would get me first and he would have time to run. I'm like, you are selfish older ass. siblings, man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the, like, sides of the bed and, like, which one's near the door and stuff, that does not bother me. Oh, Caitlin gets very... Affected. I'm very really? specific on where I sleep. I don't know how you sleep in our house in... Charleston, how you uh, sleep by, like, the door. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know how our bed is facing. Like, mm-hmm. my side is the one right by that door. But I crack it. Like, I don't think I could look down the, like, stairwell at night, but I crack it so that mm-hmm. I don't have to. I would literally have, like, a BB gun and just, like, wake up and the <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> just in case. I feel like that's a really great way for one of us to get shot. <laughs> Maybe my, I got my little Nerf gun, though. I'll say that. That would probably. work. Lucky, though, see, I feel like I could be fine with it because our stairs are, like, super creaky. Yeah, you will so, like, hear something You can hear the up. cats coming up and down. So, yeah. like, if it's a human, uh, I think we got some You're going to know. Yeah. You're going to know something's coming in. Yeah, and then I'm going to push you to the front because you're going to take care of that. You know what would be so scary, though, is hearing, like, 
fast footsteps coming up. Like, Ooh. I think that's <laughs> why did you yeah, what say the that? <laughs> I'm just why? saying. Like, like, yeah. I think that's worse than um, slow footsteps. Yeah, like, if someone's like window. running at you, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh-uh. out. <laughs> but we were oh. on the third floor though, so we got time. They got a lot, of, well, and we got weapons upstairs. We got those weapons. We do. I got a billy club. I will. Are you gonna billy club the ghost or like what? Well, if I'm hearing fast footsteps, that's a ghost. I'm just done. I'm just going <laughs> to lay on the floor and just die. We just need to keep the sage spray up there so you can be at the ready to just start, like, just start Should spraying. Like flame throw some sage <laughs> down the stairwell. I need, like, Febreze but full of liquid sage, and I'm just going to, like, yeah. double fist it. That's right. <laughs> you got to do Locked what you got loaded. to do. Yeah. <laughs> ready. That's funny. That's Fair funny. enough. What yeah. else? Um... I don't know. I feel like we're kind of lazy every time we come visit you. Like, <laughs> it's nice, though. Like, it I love nice. little vacations that are just yeah. easy. And you never, like, want to go on a vacation. Well, I guess you kind of do sometimes, but, like, where you're, like, really busy, exhausted busy. at yeah. the end and you, like, need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's a lot. No, it's been nice to kind of just mm-hmm. lay around and yeah. do what we want. So I'm, I'm sad we have to go back tomorrow. I don't want to. I know. It goes by yeah. so fast. It does. It always truly. goes by so fast. So. Oh, I know. And it had been a minute since we'd seen you, too. Yeah. Because I don't remember the last time. Well, we I guess were it was together. in June. Yeah. We went to Sunset. Oh, Beach. it's Sunset. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But yeah. we were only together for like a few days. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Cool. All right. I bet nobody can guess what today's topic <laughs> is. <laughs> Any guesses? Really out of left field <laughs> um, is Nashville. Because <laughs> that's where we is. <laughs> yes. Um, who wants to go first? I don't know. Do you, you want to go first? Choice? I'll go, go first. Yeah. We'll All see right. if I royally screw this up. You're not <laughs> going to. You're not. Listen, you, we have. Don't you've worry. heard us at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> you were there for the yeah. beginning. I was like, I've been there through the different like versions of microphones, <laughs> software, <laughs> computers. It's been a roller coaster. I don't even think we were using a microphone when she did her first episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Which is like, we're so sorry. So sorry. Yeah, that was in Massachusetts. Yeah. Way back when. Dang. It's hard to believe it's been that long. It really is. Almost a year and a half. And like over 100 episodes. We say it all the time. It's weird. How the hell we stuck with this? I don't quite know. It's a lot of hours. I mean, it is. That's a lot of hours. I never realized how, like, hard work podcasting really is until it's we started doing it but between the research and like the setup and the working full time <laughs> and working because we don't get paid to do this um it's a lot yeah so for sure. let's right. go let's get into Which, it so, <laughs> what, what do we got nashville so, what you talking about Related to what we did yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that don't know, we went to the Nashville City Cemetery. Uh-huh. Um, it's in the middle of the city. Pretty cool. Um, kind of like when you Google haunted places in Nashville. It pops up. This is up. probably going to pop up. Can we also just time out for a minute in how I saved all three of our lives yesterday when Gabby Gould almost drove down a one-way street? Listen. Three did lanes. Die, <laughs> did you die? Three lanes of traffic and this bitch is trying to pull a Yui. <laughs> Continue. We was about to be the next residence up in the cemetery. We would not have had to travel very far <laughs> to get to our resting place. Okay. Fair. We would have been fine. <laughs> It's all fine. It's all good. But we went. It was super cool. We got, you guys got some good pictures. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even a spoopy picture. Maybe. That we we'll mention had, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to post we'll that put, We'll put that up for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Caught by Celeste this time. I know. Weirdly yeah. Enough. Caitlin's normally the one uh, that gets catching them, them ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bringing them in. <laughs> 
Um, so just a little bit of history on the cemetery. It opened in 1822, and it is the oldest continuously operated public cemetery in Nashville. Oh, nice. Ooh, okay. Yes. So There's a lot of old, like, 1800 Very graves. historical. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, sure. It, like, seems like it went through a revamping process because, you know, it kind of got dilapidated at some point. Sure. Um, but then the city put a lot of money into, like, the restoration and upkeeping it. So now it's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's it really, really is. Pretty. Yeah, it's very nice. It um, It's, like... In the, I think it's Victorian style era. It's like kind of, it looks very much like a park almost. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's like little avenues of mm-hmm. graves, which sounds weird, but mm-hmm. like there are like walking paths yeah. with like. And it had like little street names on it yeah, too. Like yeah. Little signs. So I imagine like if you have a loved one buried there and you go see them, like it's easy to denote like where, where they going. are. You're yeah. not wandering through this giant Fair enough. cemetery. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, it's got over 11,000 graves mm. in the cemetery, okay. so it's pretty busy in we there. Did, we did not see all of them. We got, <laughs> we got it was big, yeah. Head back. yeah. Um, an interesting fact is that it is actually not a segre- segregated cemetery, which okay. is very rare for the South, um, unfortunately, but they do have, um, it's not segregated, and so there are many people from all walks of life buried together yeah okay. I, I did read that mm-hmm. sure um, they had a little a lot of those little plaques too that yeah. like had like like information book, yeah like a little booklet of information on like right people yeah. there and so they've got like former slaves in there they've got carpenters they've got notable um people that i'll mention a few of them so it's like very much everyone everybody was allowed to be buried in there and that's very, you know, the more I think about yes. it, that's mm-hmm. very, very rare, especially given, the you know, time. this is pre-Civil War, yeah. obviously, yes. when slavery was still an mm-hmm. awful and standing institution at that time period. Right. Um, and <clears throat> with Tennessee being, as far as I know, a very prominent state in the Confederacy at the time, mm-hmm. um, it is kind of unusual. But yeah. You may mention this later, I don't know, but I found it very interesting how, you know, it's obviously not segregated but it kind of was segregated mm-hmm. like there was a lot of fences and like like yes. we think like maybe families or right. something but that was kind of different yes it's hard to tell like what like maybe those fences were like family plots mm-hmm. like being kind of like roped off from like other people or mm-hmm. maybe it was like the way to segregate people um even if they couldn't do it officially and like yeah right. so an interesting i didn't yeah. find anything on it specifically okay. Okay. yeah i thought that was i've never really seen like that many like you can kind of see like different plots that, you know, maybe are more raised mm-hmm. and, like, there's a bunch of yeah. headstones in there. But there was, like, a lot of, like... Kind of little gates, almost. Gates, like, fences. You, know, like, you could definitely tell there was, like, sections. Like, groups of graves mm-hmm. that were meant to kind of... And some didn't even have any, like, headstones in it. Like, that white fence didn't have any mm-hmm. stone in there. Yeah, that was, that was odd too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely strange, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's got some famous people, or notable people, I guess, buried in there, um, including a Charles Dickinson, who famously dueled Andrew Jackson and was killed by him. Um, Of course, Andrew Jackson went on to be the president of the United States. Yes. So he's in there. Um, and there's real there's four Confederate generals, I believe, as well. Um, but probably the most notable grave or famous is that of Anne Rollins Sanders. Okay. And a little bit of a trigger warning here, and what's called the Suicide Rock. Ooh, okay. So when I was doing research, I found Ghost City Tours, um, and that's who I thought about taking you guys on a tour with. Okay. Um, but just they have a really cool website, very educational. Um, so if you're ever looking at Things to do in Nashville, definitely look them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Anne died on March 30th, 1836, when she was only 21. Oof. Very young, yes. Uh, She was married to a man named Charles Sanders. And on the night that she died, kind of some confusion here, but either they had a huge argument or there was um, something that happened. And essentially, she left the house in, like, distress. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, a huge storm. Um, So the story goes either in desperation from the fight or maybe she was confused, um, some illness wrapped in there. Essentially, she found her way to a cliff overlooking the Cumberland River. Okay. That's like the big main river through here, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. The big main river. And either she fell or she um, completed suicide Mm -hmm. um, and obviously was killed um, at that cliff. Yeah. Yeah. so very sad, and her husband was really distraught when he found out. Sure, of course. So she is buried in the graveyard, um, and he actually had a big rock from that cliff placed on her gravestone. Interesting. Did you notice that big rock at the beginning? Do you think that was hers? I wish I had like paid attention because I don't really. But it, it had stuck a, out to me. Yeah, and it had that thing on the top. It has a lantern on top. Oh, I think that was it. So you okay. saw it. Then. Yeah, it was like as soon as we pulled in and parked, it was kind of right. Okay. To the right. I noticed something. I was like, that's a weird, like, it looks, it looks like a headstone. Yeah. We should go back. Yeah, we should go back. We should go back and look. Yeah. Sure. I didn't notice it, so maybe we'll I go feel back. like, let me keep going, and I think I took a picture of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and apparently he put that lantern on there because she was scared of the dark. So oh. he wanted, yeah. So he wanted to oh. give her some light in the afterworld. That's heartbreaking. I bet that's what it is. Yeah. I bet so. So it is reported that sometimes people hear, like, sobbing oh. at Here. the grave. Oh, yeah, that's it. I think. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's go back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Need to verify. So people here like sobbing at the grave and some people have even reported like a full body apparition of like a woman crying with Mm. like her head in her hands. So very sad. Maybe she is just not at rest yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've also heard though, like people even arguing, like just kind of like distant, uh, disembodied Mm. arguing. So maybe that's kind of um, residual. Residual. Yeah. That's what it's called. Um, Sure. Kind of energy just from like that fight that they had and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, It's gonna be hard with his his guilt probably after that. Yeah. After a big argument. I couldn't Definitely. Imagine that. Mm -mm. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest story from that cemetery. But I also just threw in some little facts about cemeteries in general. Um, I had like never really, we like kind of talked about it yesterday, Mm -hmm. but I never really thought about like the symbolism and graveyards and like the history of why things are the way that they are, all of that stuff. Um, so this cemetery in particular had big, like, weeping willows. Yeah, right. Um, that were gorgeous. And I think yeah, all of us really were funny. like, oh, my gosh, yeah. like, how beautiful. Um, and apparently those are a symbol of mourning and remembrance due to, like, the forlorn drooping. Oh. And uh, weeping. The branches. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Obelisk are also very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, after the Rosetta Stone was found, it was became popular for gravestones mm-hmm. um they originate in egypt and symbolize like petrified sun rays and okay. so it's a symbol of like godliness now oh yeah and then of course very sad like small or even columns that are like have a diagonal cut symbolize like either a child's life or like a life cut short quote unquote mm-hmm. um which i thought always it was like broken columns yeah. like i just assumed it was like time and wear yeah. and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. but apparently it's very intentional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. And then apparently 
which I did not know this, but, um, you know, in Christianity and Judaism, um, there is a belief that like a judgment day is coming um, when people will like rise and essentially be judged and like sentenced to their final resting place. Mm -hmm. Um, well, rapture. I don't know. I don't know. We're not that good of Christians. I know that. Okay. (laughs) 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 But, uh, apparently in Europe in the 1500s, uh, people were very concerned that, uh, these people were going to show up early to the party and rise too soon oh. and not on judgment day. So that's where like gravestones come from. They like put a heavy oh. stone on top of their grave. Kind of like the original zombie concept. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And which is, like, remember what's her name in, in Maine had that big slab because they were afraid she was going to come up. Yeah. Oh, now you said I don't remember her name. Popcorn. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> we'll think of her name. Um... Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I guess, like, over time, they, like, started, like, writing, like, Mm -hmm. names and dates and stuff, all of that. And then, finally, apparently, like, the way, like, the direction a graveyard faces is important. Oh. So, a lot of graveyards face east because it's, like, where the sun rises. Yeah, okay. And um, based on, like, that judgment day kind of belief, um, they'll be called to rise as well, like, as the sun's rising. But it's interesting, like, pagan traditions have a lot of graveyards facing west because that's where the sun sets. And basically their, I guess, thought behind it is, like, um, a chapter is ending of their life. Oh, and I it see symbolizes, that. like, a full life. So now oh, they're, like, done. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. <clears throat> yeah, I like it, too. It's very interesting. One of the stones there had a sundial on top, too, I wonder. Yeah. We'll have to get our compass out and see what direction it's facing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Interesting. Mm -hmm. No, and you're talking about like the symbology behind like gravestones. It kind of reminded me too, and like the stones to keep people from like waking up too early, I suppose. Um, There was a thing in New England, and we've done this before in episodes called New England Vampire Panic, when Mm -hmm. basically everyone became just like terrified that their loved ones were going to become vampires and get them yeah so you'll see graves with like cages like metal like cages over where the coffin is it's very interesting (laughs) yeah what was her name mary something nasser yep teamwork yeah teamwork right there (laughs) yeah it's kind of weird yeah creepy that's all i had (laughs) that was good yeah that was great i I feel like i did homework on a sunday (laughs) i know that's how we feel (laughs) like oh dang oh dang all right you want me to go? Sure. Okay. Hit well, it. I was actually at the beginning going to do just like a bunch of murders that happened in Nashville because I was trying to scare you and just be like, no. yo, <laughs> what's up? Thank you. <laughs> um, but Celeste actually found one mm-hmm. during her research. I was like, you should probably check this out. And it's actually just one big murder yep. um, that that's all I, I had time for. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a t- you know, time for any other ones. Um, so good find. This is you, but I did the research. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so this is called the Paradise Ridge Axe Murders. Um, so this is not directly in Nashville. It's actually okay. right outside of Nashville. I said about mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Um, it's called Morney or Dry Fork sometimes. Um, and it's also called Germantown. But it didn't look like it was the Germantown like in downtown Nashville. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so it's a little bit outside. Um, I don't think it comes to a surprise why it's called Germantown. Um, a lot of German families immigrated here and settled or there in that area. area, So they called it Germantown. Fair enough. Um, So one of those families, um, well, they got murdered, but they were one of the German settlers. (laughs) (laughs) Well put. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, But they are, or were German. Yes. Um, Got it. Living in Germanville or Germantown. Um, Their names were Jacob and Pauline. And I think it's Addie. Would you say Addie or Aid? 
think it might be aid. I don't know. Is it German? Aid. I don't know. A-D-E is what we're A-D, yeah. debating. Yeah. I don't know. You're the tiebreaker. Probably I'm gonna, aid. I'm going to go with aid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the aids. Um, so mm-hmm. they lived in this part of Tennessee for over 20 years. Um, they were actually really well liked, um, and they had a lot of money. So they were known for, see, these are the type of neighbors we want. They would, like, give their neighbors money. Just, like. Oh, I love that. Like, not going to find those. <laughs> yeah, where, where are they at? Um, so they had a huge house, and it sat on over 400 acres of land, which, if you don't know what an acre is, and one acre is, like, that's a decent size. Like, enough for, like, a yeah. house. Um, mm-hmm. But imagine that, like, times 400. You know my family's land. Yeah. Right? I've showed you, like, from where it begins to where it ends. Yeah. That's 100 acres. Oh, okay. So imagine so that times four. Yeah, sure. Like that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they gave, you know, their neighbors money. They would also loan money. If someone didn't want to take the money, like, hey, can, you know, I just, can you be the bank? Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Um, so they had the two parents, Jacob and Pauline, and they had six children. Um, there was Emma, Rosa, Anna, Henry, Lizzie, and Dora. Okay. That's, that's a, lot a lot of kids. kids. That's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Yeah. You got all that money? I mean, you got a big house? Like, okay. Yeah, I guess. Go for it. Um, so now we're going to start with the roller coaster. Okay. Okay. So. Strapped in. Buckle <laughs> in. You got, yeah, buckle in. Um, a lot of the children had moved out at this time. Um, okay. and the ones that still were there were, um, between 10 and like 18 to 20. Okay. Um, so not super, super little. Um, so this is on March 24th of 1897. Okay. Um, in the house was Jacob and Pauline and then Henry, Lizzie, and then a childhood, um, like a, a neighbor that was okay. a child was staying there. Her name is Rosa, um, but not, can, do not confuse this with Rosa, the daughter. Okay, so Rosa had roses. moved out. Okay. The daughter Rosa had moved out. Rosa mm-hmm. that was staying in the house for a sleepover. Was a neighbor. Was a neighbor. Correct. Got it. Cool. Okay. Got it. That will become important in a minute. Okay. Um, so it was about 9.30 at night, and a neighbor um, of the aides noticed that their house was on fire. Hmm. Um, a man named Squire Simpson ran over to the house and kind of looked around, and it seemed like nobody had been in the house. Hmm. Um, so his immediate like instinct was to go to their smokehouse and save like all their meat. That's their food. That's, okay. you know. Oh, okay. So he was trying to help. And then the side of the house kind of collapsed. Mm-hmm. And so he could see into, like, like specific rooms. Oh, and he okay. saw two clumps um, of clothing. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, there's people oh, in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes and grabs, uh, it's called a potato fork, which, growing up on a farm, um, <laughs> it's like it. a pitchfork type thing. It's okay. used to, like, dig up potatoes. Okay. Um, he grabs that, and he's kind of, like, raking at them to try to get them out, um, and it was two bodies. Um, and so now he's, like, frantically looking around oh. the house to see if there's more, and he actually recovered four bodies. Mm. Um, another neighbor had come to try and help while they were waiting for the sheriffs to arrive. Um, basically, now everybody's arrived, and they're seeing all these bodies, mm-hmm. um, and the most... Jarring part of it is that they had all been decapitated, other than oh. Rosa, the neighbor. So child. that's interesting because that makes me think it's like family centric. Like clearly, if she was the neighbor child, yeah, she's not, the odd man this, now. Right? Yes. Like why not complete that same pattern? Right. Um, so, what happened? We don't know. This is a murder mystery. Ooh. So these are all speculations as to what happened. Okay. Um, this is obviously very old. This was before the 1900s. So. Yeah. Um, it's likely this will never be solved. Right. So sure. It's 
kind of sad in this way, um, but what has been the majority of the stories, um, and this was actually the police report is what this story is. So this is kind of everybody's like most solid theory theory of what happened. Um, At first, the sheriff thought it was the neighbor Anderson. Um, He had been previously arrested uh, for stealing some of the AIDS pigs. Okay. Um, so they kind of immediately went to him. Like, was it a robbery gone wrong mm-hmm. or... But know? he wasn't the neighbor helping out. Correct. correct. That was okay. Simpson. Because mm. um, that'd be a good move if you were trying to get out from the police <laughs> suspicion. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. No, it was not him. Um, a different neighbor. Um, and they thought maybe the motive, was, the motive was to steal, but they actually recovered, like, bundles of money that had been, like, scattered throughout the house. So oh. it kind of didn't make sense as to why... Like he, he would just, like, just murder, them. Yeah. and then, right, and then decapitate them and run, right? It seems like a very brutal way to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they believe that it possibly was um, a robbery that went wrong. Okay. Um, or just somebody cold-blooded just to get the money is just like, I'm just going to hack them all and Oof, take yeah. their money, right? Um, so what they believe, so this is where the bodies were found, kind of that's how they pieced it together. Um, it looked like um, Jacob, the dad, either had answered the door mm-hmm. and then someone, you know, hit him with an axe. And either Pauline, the wife, was right there or ran to help him. And she was ultimately next was the next victim. victim. Um, the children were in the living room and they um, were next. And then uh, theory has it is, and this is why baby Rosa was not decapitated, is that she got out for a moment of the house. Maybe he saw what happened and ran. Mm -hmm. Um, So then they thought that maybe there were two people um, because by the time the house caught on fire and they were killed, they said it would be pretty hard for one person to decapitate all those people. Yeah. So they think Rosa had gotten out. Someone was just being a nasty Nelly. Mm -hmm. And the other guy went and grabbed Rosa. And basically they said like, we got to skedaddle. People are coming. Throw Rosa in the fire and leave. Oh. Yeah. Um, they also found out that all of the aides were covered in coal oil and then set on fire. Rosa was not. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. It's like she was the last one. The Yes. Yeah, so they. Kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. And so that's why they kind of thought maybe she had gotten mm-hmm. out. Because, like, why was she kind of Different spared? For. Right. Um, so. A lot of people thought that maybe it was Rosa's father. Couldn't do, like, annihilate her in such a way. Maybe for the money. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nobody believed that. Nobody believed that. I found a real hard time believing that. Well, yeah. But that didn't really stick because everyone, like, apparently he was just, like, distraught and, like, just beside himself. So they just said, like, no, we don't think it's him. Um, Actually, two people confessed to committing, like, all these crimes, right? Um, False confessions really, like, blow my mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you have somebody that confessed, like, why would you confess to that if it wasn't you? Like, the psychology behind it is Mm -hmm. so interesting. Too much. Yeah, yeah. It's too much. But they were acquitted. They, like, nobody believed them after admitting to it. They were just like, nope. 
Um, Especially back then, I feel like they would be like, yeah. oh, you did it. Done. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, they just kind of got brushed off. Um, and to this day, that's kind of the end of it. Nobody oh, man. really knew. But we were talking about it the other day when I was doing research about the false confessions. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a different reaction than I did. Because I'm just like, hey, you got it, man. Like, yeah, convict them. And you're just like... There's, like, another side to it's it. It's like when people, like, especially multiple people, start to be like, I did it. I did it. Like, there's, like, this, like, group psychology mm-hmm. going on and this, like, very attention-seeking yeah. thing yeah. that I find, like, disturbing as I'll yeah. get out. But well, it's, that's, like, people that write to, like, famous murderers right? in prison. are like, exactly. I love you. I want to marry you. And you're just yeah. like, what is your fascination with that? Like, yeah. It just, oof. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder, too, if maybe the people who gave the confessions, like, maybe they had committed crimes and mm-hmm. weren't willing or weren't, like, able to bring themselves to confess to those. So, like, mm-hmm. confessing to this major, very flashy mm-hmm. event, like, was a scapegoat way to, like... Like, displace guilt, almost. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's interesting, too, because it, it's interesting that they did get acquitted because, I mean, forensics were nowhere right. in sight to right. being useful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know, I feel like they would want to be like, okay, we got them, you know, close mm-hmm. the case, let's bring, like, closure to this. Yes. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Wow. I'd never heard of that before. That's all Celeste. I had never <laughs> I either. I was just like... And I was like, what? That's, like, I started reading and I was like, well, that's just going to be one whole yeah. murder in itself. Right. And to me, it sounds like that case reminds me of both um, the Velisca axe murders. Yep. And a combo of that and the Sodder children. Yes. Disappearances. That actually was part of this article that I wrote. Okay. Or article that I wrote. The article that I read. Yeah. Um, but they said that they had after escaped on trains. Mm-hmm. And there was no... Um, like burning, they didn't burn the house oh, okay. after. So, because yeah. the theory was that it was the same person, but then that quickly got like, oh, because yeah. there were differences. But yes, that That's was brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my personal theory, just listening to that, is I think it was someone that knew the like. I think it was personal. I don't think it was like just someone passing through. Because I mean, I can understand the money motivation, but to go as far as decapitation, that yeah. is very personal. Yeah, yeah, but nothing was stolen either. So. Right, which tells me that that person, because if you're just someone passing through, one would think you'd want right. the money. money or valuables right. or something. And then the fact that they had to, they tried to burn the house down to cover it almost gives me a, a feeling of guilt or some kind of like yeah. sympathy. It's a very odd, mm-hmm. I think crime psychology is like fascinating. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. It's weird. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. But thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready for mine? You're up. What do you got? All right, so this is one we actually went to see yesterday um, for a hot minute. For one second. Uh, I was willing to get arrested for this, we and they not. said no. We for the not. record, Gabby Ghoul was not. We, we, we were good citizens and did not. We, we did not. Um, so I'm talking about the Tennessee State Prison. Um, mm-hmm. It is no longer in operation, um, but they have made sure that you are not getting anywhere near it. Yeah. There are very ominous signs on the road if you try to drive to it, as we discovered. Yeah, so, there's like one set, and you get a little farther, and there's another it's set. Like, don't come any closer. And, and it literally like, no. said, like, past this point, you will be arrested and charged. And, and I was, was like, enough to and back I my have to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Bunch of chickens. Caitlin was ready to hop the fence and run on in, <laughs> but we said, you're on your own for that one. Yeah. On your own. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's um, very beautiful, yeah. which is odd to say for a prison. Yeah. Um, but it's very kind of um, 
daunting, like ominous looking. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of on this hill that overlooks the Cumberland River. Yeah. So it's definitely got like some oomph to it. Um, it's huge. It's too. gigantic. It's yeah, like absolutely. Very, it's like very long, long like yeah, sprawling. It yep. is, and it's got these big, like almost. It looks like a castle, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, and so to give some history on it, um, this is not. It's not an actually unique design. The prison was actually modeled after another penitentiary called Auburn Penitentiary in New York. So that's where the idea for how it'd be designed, you know, came from. Okay. Um, common for the time as well, but it was built by prison labor. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's interesting. At the time, this was a very common trend for building, you know, prisons and things like that. Because before the prison's constructions, um, there was a system that existed called the convict leasing system. And it basically meant that companies could, like, rent out convicts to or prisoners to do their labor for dirt, dirt okay. cheap. That's kind of scary, though. Like, not everybody is, like, carpenter material. And you're, like, well, trusting no. them to build, like, pretty big Things. I think at the time they really did not care. It was dirt cheap labor. <laughs> yeah. They could get a lot of people at once, um, and they did not have to treat them necessarily very yeah. well. Um, so these were brutal working conditions, and that leasing system really ended in 1893. Um, the prison itself opened up on February 12th of 1898. Like I said before, it is built in the style of like a medieval castle, mm-hmm. if you look at it. Um, so the day the prison opened, 1,403 prisoners were admitted to the facility. Um, and this immediately was an issue because it was already overcrowded to begin with. Ooh, not they, starting they never, strong. Yeah, like this is a common thing that we see when we talk about, you know, prisons. Um, so as far as, you know, life inside the prison went, prisoners were expected to help offset the cost of the construction. So they did this by working 16-hour days. They were fed small, small rations of food, and they were made to sleep in unventilated quarters. So, I mean, the leasing system may have ended, but these were still just horrific. Yeah, Yeah. recipe for disaster. Yeah, absolutely. A really other horrifying fact about this is that um, children were housed with adults, and that means men and women. They were not separating anybody in the prison. Um, they were also punished in the same ways that adult prisoners were punished. That's sad. Mm. And it was, uh, you can read about them. There were a lot of horrific ways they did that. Um, and another fact is that over 100 people were executed at the prison. Ooh, yikes. So we already see, you know. Bad vibes. Really bad vibes being bad instilled vibes. in this Does place. Does not pass the vibe check. Right. And I was looking to see if there was anyone, you know, notable, like any, someone infamous that mm-hmm. was perhaps housed there. Um, the one person I came across, which is interesting because we've talked about him before, was James Earl Ray. And if you don't know who that is, he was the man who assassinated uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, okay. He was initially, I believe, housed at Brushy State mm-hmm. Penitentiary, which is also in Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. near Knoxville. Oh, okay. Which we've talked about on the show before. And he was later, I believe, moved to Tennessee State Prison. And I believe he was incarcerated there until his death. Wow. So, um, aside, you know, from the notable prisoners, from the horrific conditions, there were also a lot of incidents that occurred in the prison as well. For example, in 1902, 17 prisoners destroyed the end of one of the prison's wings, killing one prisoner and allowing two to escape without recapture. Uh, Later, a group of inmates took control of a wing in the prison and held it hostage for 18 hours. Yeah. In 1907, a group of convicts drove a switch engine through the prison's gate. And, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's very eventful. <laughs> yeah. over there. It, it was not a boring place to no. be, from the sounds of it. And in 1938, inmates staged, uh, staged a mass escape. Oh, my god! How many people escaped? 
I could not find an actual okay. number on how many, if any, real actually escaped without recapture. Um, Dang. Between all of this, there were multiple major fires that did a lot of damage to the building and the facility. Um, one even was so big at one point, it destroyed the main dining area. Dang. So a lot of violence, a lot of, yeah. of these massive events. Um, so in 1989, the Department of Corrections opened a new facility called Riverband uh, Max Security Institution. And at this point, um, there was a major court battle over what to do with Tennessee State Prison. Um, and in the case of Grubbs uh, v. Bradley in 1983, the federal court um, issued a permanent injunction due to... <laughs> Sorry, I talk with my hands. It's very cute. <laughs> they basically cited the inhumane living conditions and basically said at that point um, the building could never house inmates again. Wow. So basically it was deemed just unfit for What year anything. was this? Uh, that was in 1989. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. I believe it was actually closed in 1992. Wow. Wow. So um, now if you've never seen Tennessee State Prison, you may want to pay attention if you Google it because you actually probably have. There have been a lot of movies and shows filmed at the prison. Uh, most famously is the movie The Green Mile. Nice. And I never put that together Mm-mm. until I read it. Mm-mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I Green... want to like look back through like stills of the movie. The, yeah. yeah. And The Green Mile is a great movie, so highly, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Um, it makes me cry, though. It's it is. sad. Yeah, you have to be ready sad. for that one. <laughs> you got to emotionally prepare. Yeah. You do. Um, as far as hauntings go, obviously this is a place with enormous energy. Um, tragic events, violent events. Um, could not find anything like specific to certain like prisoners or certain like stories. It really kind kind of seems like it's poltergeist activity there. Um, people claim that they hear closing jail cells, like the door sliding Ooh, shut. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to say that they hear like things clanging on the the bars of the cells. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that commonly happens is that people who, obviously, you need permission to enter. I am not advocating for you trying to break into this prison. Caitlin, we're talking to you. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine, (laughs) y'all. People who are permitted to be there when they're in the building, um, they will hear screaming. Like, very loud, audible human screams. No, no, no. And when they go to look, they confirm that they are the only people in the building at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to... Ended on a real high note here. Uh, the screams are said to be from those, you know, hundred plus people that were executed within oh the prison walls. Yikes! And that is the Tennessee State Prison. What Oof. a cheery place! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really. just doing a little bit of reading too because um, you could tell that a lot of it was damaged. Apparently, yes. it in the past like ten years, um, a big tornado came through, and oh, it's just been yeah. damaged since like from that. Okay. Yeah, there was one like. The year before I moved here. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. There was a huge tornado that came through and, like, destroyed a lot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was it. Maybe. No, it's very dilapidated. Yeah, like, there are certain areas that are... Yeah. Like, look, the central part looks very... Intact. Fairly intact. intact. Yeah. 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 But, like, like as the, you go wings, out to the side... Yeah. 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 And that's my guess, too, why they don't want people in there. It's yeah. very uns- Probably you know, unstable. Definitely. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. I'm always so curious how those, like, 
well, obviously like TV shows, but like paranormal groups. I'm like, how, how does one go about asking permission right, <laughs> to right. get into that like building? I was like, very close to calling the Bell Witch number and being like, <laughs> I have a podcast. <laughs> Let me in. Can we please have special access? <laughs> it is true though. How do you get people pay just, money? I want to be CC'd on the email. Like yeah. I just want to know what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I imagine you got to have a big enough name to kind of get the yeah. attention. Yeah. Like if we're like, um, we're from Girl Friends Podcast, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> we're like, it's a Podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> Over a hundred episodes. Okay. 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 Check yourself. No, but um, we said it too. We want to look up if there's any like uh, paranormal shows that did episodes yeah. there. Yeah. I have not Googled that yet, but I want yeah, to. Definitely. Yeah, check cool. it out. Yeah, for sure. Well, man. That was a good one. That was a good little snapshot of Haunted Nashville. Yeah. We did it. We did yeah. it. Good job, Gabby Cool. Yes. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you did great. You are a podcasting natural. I think we should go get some ice cream after this. Ooh. I think so, too. I love ice cream. Well, on that happy note, then we'll go ahead and get it wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> Wrap it up. All right. Um, you can come visit me on Facebook. I've gotten a lot this week, so keep it coming. Um yeah. I got my favorite people that send me all their dog pics, but mm-hmm. um, everyone else is slacking, so... Send more. Come on. No hissy noodles. Yeah, no hissy noodles. <laughs> uh, you can go see Caitlin on Facebook. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. Uh, we now have a TikTok, so you can find us at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find Mishka at yeah, Ghoul Friends Podcast. Mishka is the star of Ghoul Friends Podcast, <laughs> but if you want to go look at that on TikTok, you can. Um, and as always, if you have a listener story or if you just want to email us, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want some spooky merch to keep with you, you can find that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Good job. It's nice. always a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you do it. <laughs> All right. Any final words before we depart? I'm going to take that as a no. I don't think so. I, I think I'm good. Okay. I'm just thinking about ice cream. Now she's like, let's hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And I'm Gabby. And we're your ghoul friends. Bye.